Well, hello. Welcome to another session of Something to Talk About. Uh, Vaughn is away, and also Lauren is sitting in, actually for, for a couple of reasons. Number one, because the subject today is, is talking about seniors, and we just got back from a road trip celebrating Lauren, Lauren's mother's 100th birthday. Amazing. And talk about an exciting event for seniors and all. We we followed protocol and had the family together, and it wasn't as massive as we we wanted it to be. But but to celebrate a hundred years, uh, it was was quite amazing. She's my hero. Yep, she she is. She's the matriarch of the of the of of our family. And I do want to tell all of you that are that are watching and listening at the outset that we are brought to you by KVGI Media and specifically by Live Life, which is a great program with our, our owner, our host, uh, Mark Warner, uh, who does his weekly show about Live Life. Uh, you can go to livelifepodcast.com, get some more information and all. It's a great a great outlook on you and how you relate to life uh, and all. Does a great job. We applaud Mark for, for, for that show. It's been something that he has embraced his whole life, and now he's brought to you, brought it to you on a regular basis. So we thank you, Mark, and tune in to Live Life right here at KVGI Media. Uh, we would also like to welcome into the show Terry Martinez, and Terry Martinez is with Mustang Creek Estates. And, and welcome, Terry. Glad to have you with us. Thanks, Stuart. Glad to be here. Thanks for inviting me. And, and uh, you know, I, I would assume that occasionally you have the opportunity of celebrating 100th birthdays at, at your, your locations, too. We do. We do with all of our different uh, communities that we have. It does happen on occasion. We love it. We love it. I want you to explain to, to our, our audience a little bit. Uh, there's a lot of, of terms for places where seniors can, can go. There right. are the uh, adult, active adult communities. There yes. are assisted living facilities. There are nursing homes. Right. What is the difference between all of these and where does Mustang Creek Estates fit in? Okay. And so the only one you left out was independent living, which is kind of up there with the seniors as well and, and kind of to work your way in there. So those adult independent living or adult communities over 62 or over 55, you're seeing a lot of those now. Um, those are basically people who just, you know, they don't want the yards to deal with anymore. They just want to, you know, have their own apartment and have some things taken care of for them. Um, and so that's independent living. They're pretty much able to do everything. They have kitchens, they have you know, they're able to cook their own meals if they want. And some of those places also will provide a meal. So then you kind of move into assisted living. And at Mustang Creek Estates, um, we actually have assisted living, assisted living plus and memory care. So to kind of break those down, assisted living uh, just is that next step in independent living. So they're, they really need a little more help. They might need somebody around a little more often. Maybe they can't quite make the meals like they used to or don't want to. Um, maybe they need um, remembering to take their medications, um, things like that. Um, and then assisted living plus is going to be, um, they need a little more assistance, obviously. They've got uh, maybe some help with showering, uh, using the restroom, um, 
Mobility. Mobility sometimes, definitely. Um, you know, just some more care, a little bit higher level of care. And then you get into memory care, which is the full on, um, they may have Alzheimer's or dementia. Um, not always are people gonna go into the memory care homes that we have. Um, if they're just kind of on the edge of it, or it may just be an engagement issue, which we, I'm sure we'll talk about a little bit today, but um, that kind of breaks it down. And then the nursing homes, um, you know, Mustang Creek Estates is, is assisted living technically and memory care. Obviously that's our, our title, uh, but we are able to do almost everything in someone's care as they progress in the aging process. Nursing homes are where they need full on 100%. Maybe they have IVs, uh, maybe they have um, other things that are keeping them uh, needing that full medical assistance. So hopefully that helps. And, and would you say your, uh, uh, you know, uh, job or, uh, you know, in, in your profession, is there this tendency of going into more of these communities that offer these multiple levels so that if people do, as you say, they may move in and they can take care of themselves a little bit, then they have a slip and fall and they break right. a hip and now they need right. a, another level that they're, they, they have the ability, instead of having to leave that community, go to another place. They can right. do everything on site. They basically are aging in in place is what we call it, kind of aging in place. So, you know, part of the um, concern you have uh, when you get older is, you know, the confusion and the, the changes and, you know, all of a sudden all these moves and everything's happening so often um, if you age in place. Um, so maybe you're in our home or in our community and, um, I'll kind of explain what our community looks like if that's helpful. Um, it's a little less confusing for them. Um, so it's a little less stressful for them. So, um, our communities, uh, we have five around the, the Metroplex. We are in Allen, Saxe, Frisco, uh, Keller and Burleson. And we have a new development that we're hoping to open next year and Flower Mound. Um, and what we have are we have homes. We build a neighborhood. So we don't buy a home that's already there. Um, there are homes also that, that are called group homes where it's an existing home that somebody moves into. Um, they have a caregiver, um, they have their own bedroom. A lot of times they're, you know, they're sharing a bathroom just like you and your own home. What's different about Mustang Creek Estates is we build a home so that it's a home. It's not um, a big confusing building. So that helps with that mental progression and those things that they kind of get a little intimidating. It's one story. We only have 15 or so residents in each home and we have five to six homes in each community. So we actually buy that property and build those homes uh, geared toward that living. And we have, you know, each resident has their own bedroom and bathroom. So instead of having to go, you know, wait or to, you know, share a bathroom or anything like that, um, that's all included as part of their uh, their home. Uh, it's a really nice concept. It's like walking into a home. You walk in and there's a living room and there's the open dining room, the open kitchen. And all of those things are designed to make our seniors thrive. You know, we have, I have a very good friend, if I can just break off real quick and tell you about her, um, who just moved her mom in from an independent living, moved her mom into the Allen location. And her mom was kind of, you know, just sitting around in her apartment because they were isolated. You know, they had to kind of isolate in place. Um, and she wasn't able to go out and, you know, go about the community. 
Um, and it was a beautiful place. Don't give it, I mean, independent living definitely has its, its perfect place. Um, but she was at that point and she was getting a little, her memory was going, I actually forgot she smoked. Um, <laughs> so she was kind of getting to that progression, like smoked years and years and years and forgot that she smoked. Um, and that happens sometimes, not a bad thing health wise, uh, but it's an indicator, you know, you need to, you might need to get her out of the apartment scene. Um, before she gets hurt or hurt someone. And so she must in Creek Estates and she's thriving. Like she's participating, she's exercising, she's eating our open kitchens, you know, that aroma of that food wafting through the hallways. It's a small building. So they smell the food being made. They can come down and help prepare it if they want to. Um, if they feel like they're able to help make a salad or set the table, we want them to do that because it's their home and it's like a family and it, makes them feel needed, you know? That's a big thing with seniors. They want to feel like they're still needed and necessary and useful, so. You know, Terry, I was happened to be in your Frisco mm -hmm. um, location. Yes. And it really was, you say it absolutely perfectly, it, it, it was, it's like a home. Yeah. And I was so nicely surprised. I walked in and it was a very welcoming area. Yes. And they were just getting ready to sit down and have lunch. Mm -hmm. And I was so impressed because they yep. had one person making the food, serving yep. them. It was like a family sitting down for lunch. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I didn't expect that. Yeah. But now are different houses meant for different types mm -hmm. of people, yes. different stages of life? Yes. So the assisted assisted living versus assisting living plus um, and memory care. So those are the three types. So we stage them out a little differently. Our caregivers are obviously trained a little bit differently for the memory care because there are some different um, nuances with memory care and seniors than, you know, personalities and and different things that happen there versus what happens in assisted and assisted living plus, you know, there's a little more care. There's the, the helping with the uh, restrooms and the incontinence and showering. And, and we can do that in all of them. Um, it's just a little more necessary in some of the others. So, yeah, and it's, it's and great. Each house has um, exercise area or maybe a card room. Um, so what they do is uh, we each, each community. So the, let's take, for example, Frisco. Um, has a an activities director. Um, so the activities director is in charge of making sure that we have exercise programs set up. We have card games set up. We have, you know, games and bingo and entertainment and things like that. Of course, the entertainment got a little hard. Um, I, for one, actually sing with a friend of mine at independent living centers and assisted living centers around uh, the Metroplex. Had done that for years before I started working with Mustang Creek Estates. And of course, with, you know, everything the way it was last year, a lot of that stuff had to be stopped. Um, unfortunately, um, the good thing about Mustang Creek Estates, again, not trying to just throw the commercial out there, but to be honest, um, I've seen both sides. And the good thing about this was our residents saw no difference except the family visits, you know, uh, because they stayed in their homes. We only have that one caregiver who works in that particular home, you know, on the different shifts. Um, and so there's not a lot of exposure coming in um, and they're not isolated in their rooms. They can come up. They still came out and had their coffee. They still came out and did their activities. 
so as far as an exercise room, not so much, but we do it out there in the living room. Everybody, anybody who wants to participate, they come out, they set up the exercise, the bands or the balls or whatever it is we have set up for them. Um, and they do it right there. So you don't have too much COVID? No, no. We were very, very, very low on that spectrum. That's really unusual. That's wonderful. Well, that, yeah, that, that, that's, that's, you know. That says it all. Right, right. For, for management and everything to be able yeah. to react to that kind of a situation because you're obviously dealing with the highest risk uh, yes. uh, community uh, yes. that, that there is. Um, you, you mentioned just briefly during the COVID time, uh, was, were there, are there any arrangements for relatives to come visit their, their loved ones at the, at, you know, the, the facilities? So obviously we had to follow all the CDC guidelines and there are a lot and they change. <laughs> they kind right, of come right. in and then they go out and, you know, so we're constantly having to, you know, train our, our staff and our caregivers and they have been phenomenal. Um, we have the best people taking care of our, our residents. It's just amazing. But um, there were, there was always been the window visits uh, where they could come to the windows, which is very convenient that we have a one-story uh, home in, you know, all of them are one story. Um, and they're all set up in um, what we call the horseshoe design, I guess, for Mustang Creek, um, the horseshoe design. So there's not a lot of offshoot hallways that are can, sometimes can be confusing and daunting oh. and intimidating. Um, and everybody has a window. So that made it great. And then when we opened up a little bit, uh, we were able to do porch visits. And if you, like you said, you've been to our, our community over there, we have the big rocking chairs and the front pouch porch, you know, furniture. Um, so we just spaced it six feet apart and they had 30 minute visits. And so each time we've hit that level of opening up and maybe closing back down, um, we've been able to adjust very easily. Amazing. Yeah. It, 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 almost, it almost sounds to me a little bit like a fraternity setup for, for seniors. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of colleges have yeah. the pod setups where it might be four to six uh, people in a yeah. in, that share a, a common, uh, mm -hmm. uh, you know, living room yeah. and a common yeah, yeah, yeah. Sit sitting area and a kitchen, and all. So I mean, it's it, it's obviously a very workable plan. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, We've been in Allen. Allen was our first community, um, and we have been there since two two thousand five. Uh, so yeah, it, it's definitely working. And it's funny that you say that about a fraternity because we actually had a woman tell us um, that her mom calls it her sorority. Um, because, yeah, you know, it so happens to be all women in her particular home. It's not necessarily a, a you know, set up that way, but um, it is co-ed, but um, it just so happened that it was all her girlfriends in her, in her home. And, and it's just amazing. You know, they, there's no dress code um, either. So sometimes you know, you'll, you'll have a larger facility that has, you know, you have to dress for dinner or whatever. And those places are great for people who want them. Highly recommend them. You know, they're, they're resorty and they're fun. And uh, that's great for those who want them. But if you are looking for something truly like a home, you know, I'll walk in and I don't go to the communities very often just to reduce the exposure. Uh, but occasionally I have to go pick something up or whatever. Um, and it's so awesome to just walk in and they're all, you know, the ladies are sitting at the dining room table in their house coat, drinking their coffee and chit chatting. And, you know, we allow pets. Some of them will have their dogs out there with them. And, um, as long as they can kind of, you know, take care of them to some degree, we'll help with that a little bit. But, 
um, yeah, it's a home. That's exactly what it is. Now, did you say the first one started in Allen uh, in, in 2005? Correct. So, and now you have five locations with a sixth Correct. one um, uh, being planned within 15 years. Mm-hmm. That that's that that's incredible. It's it's. I think. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, it's obviously a plan that works. Uh, and all who who are, are the people that started uh, you know this concept? So our owners um, are Renee Ramsey and uh, she, one of them, and she was in the physical therapy industry, and so she uh, saw the need, she saw the niche, um, and wanted to create something that would really help, in, you know that that mid that mid range. And, you know, one of the things uh, that she really wanted to hit, and it's in our mission statement, we're very mission focused on being affordable. Um, we're not the high rise, high uh, resorty pricing, and we're not going to be the Medicaid. Um, we are all private pay, um, but it's but we help you figure those things out too. Um, but it's all inclusive and it's affordable. So all the services, if you go to our website, you can do a virtual tour even. Um, and, you know, on some of our, our networking things that we've done, I'll, I'll take you on a little bit of a tour. There you go. Um, and there's a video on there, you know, to show the bedrooms or the kitchen or the or, you know, however you want to look at it. Um, those are our homes. I mean, they're just beautiful. They're beautifully built. Um, and everything's taken into account. If you were in the first location, I don't know if you happen to see uh, the memory care uh home that we have there does have an extra room for activities. And there are some different things with memory care, like the secured outdoor area, um, the secured kitchen. That's one of the few homes that you'll see in our communities that has a secure area where you can't just walk into the kitchen for obvious reasons. Um, we don't want someone going in there and hurting themselves, but all the other homes, they can, you know, they can have their snacks in there. We provide three meals a day. If they want to help, they can. Um, it's just a great, a great setup. That was my next question. Three meals a day. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Yep. And I also saw a bus. So for those that are able, you take them, what, to the grocery store, doctor's appointments? So um, as far as the grocery store, I'm glad you mentioned that. Because um, that's one thing that we are very different also. We don't want to look in any way, shape, or form like an institutionalized community. We do all our own grocery shopping at the local grocery store. Um, our our caregivers um, have a certain day of the week that they they get their menu plan from the registered dietitian that we have. They go out and they buy the groceries. They come back and they cook the meals uh, based on that menu. Um, as far as our residents, yes. One of the things, uh, as a matter of fact, they just recently um, were able to start taking them out again uh, with very little exposure. So they do a um, like a a sundown or a sunset drive and they'll take them out and just drive around and look at the sunset or they call it a sightseeing tour. They may take them to different parts of town, go and get ice cream where they just pull in, they give them the order. Our caregiver goes in and gets it and brings it all back out. So they don't have to go in. Um, and so they, they're constantly figuring things out where they can take them out. Um, they, you know, if they have doctor's appointments, a lot of times the family members will take them for those. Uh, but there are some arrangements we can make as as well. So yeah, we do have the little shuttle buses that we can take them places once everything opens back up. <laughs> we we'll be able to do that. You know, for those that are that are that are watching and and listening to the show, uh, 
Are there certain signs that you you would suggest that people keep in mind when they're looking at their parents uh, or grandparents and the signs that would say that they are maybe moving a little bit away from independent living and now need to go into assisted living? You know, um, I will be honest, this is my first um, experience working in this industry, but what I have learned um, since I started there are some of the things, the memory thing, of course, if they're forgetting to, um, just like my friend's mom, um, she forgot she smoked. Um, In in our mind, that's that's kind of a, that's a big thing. Um, Good thing, but then again, are you forgetting to turn off the stove? Are you forgetting to, you know, you gotta, you gotta think about those things. What can they hurt themselves or others with? So the memory thing, of course, obviously is there. Um, Maybe they are um, wetting the bed a lot more often than they used to. Are they looking thinner? Are you not buying groceries for them as often because they're forgetting to prepare or they just don't want to prepare their meals um, or they don't feel like they have the energy to, to prepare their meals. Um, I think those are the kinds of things you start really looking at their well-being, their mental state. Um, are they just sitting around doing nothing? You know, um, do we need to get them back engaged? And just like my friend's mom, I mean, it's just incredible to see the difference in just a few weeks. Um, you know, my friend was like, oh, she's not going to do that. She's not going to participate in that. She'll want to see singers come in because she used to come down for our shows all the time. Um, and I got the newsletter the other day and there's her mom with a little hat on for their red hat day. And then there's her mom doing exercises and there's her mom playing cards. And I'm like, hmm, I think maybe she just didn't have the opportunity or the encouragement because they'll go around to get them. And that's a good thing about a, again, a small home. You know, our caregivers will go out and come on, come on, come down here and we're going to have s'mores or we're going to play this game. You know, it's getting them engaged and showing them that someone really wants them there to participate. And not only for them, but I will throw this last part in. For the caregiver who is taking care of that senior, um, not in our homes, but the family member, you have to honestly look at how it's affecting you as well. Because even though you love that person, are you really able to provide them what they need? Are you 100% of the time, 24-7? Good point. And it's it's a hard thing to think about um, because there are loved ones. Of course I love them. Of course I can take care of them, but you can't. And it's so hard on you. And then you're not taking care of them or yourself. So I think that's a big one. You know, that's what we do. That's what we're here for. We're here to take care of your loved ones. And we treat them like family. We hear that all the time. It's a family. And I think it's fair to say that 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 this is something that you should look into before you have to, not yes. when you know mom's driving me crazy. She wants me to come over, and I can't. I can't be there all the time, uh, and it yes. becomes a last resort kind of thing. The plan—it's part of life that you plan for, and yeah. going to see see facilities like yours is a good idea, right? To go see what they offer. Right, right. And and see what your loved one wants. I mean, my mom is, you know, she's 75 and going strong and lives by herself in her home. And um, she's very active and not there. Um, and she will say to me, Ella, don't put me in one of those places. And now it's like, oh, I have a place where I would love for you to be. And she would love it. You know, she would love being there with all the other girls and guys playing cards and doing whatever when it's time, you know, and we'll know when it's time. But uh, it's nice to have that option. 
and there's find out what they want. There are people who want the big resort experience. If you can do that, do it. Um, you know, the pricing, obviously, you know, look at the budget. That's that's a big one. So um, and look what all's included. And that's that's one of the things when I was first actually even interviewing for this position um, through my friend. Uh, I was impressed with how much was included, um, because when you look at um, some places, they'll say, OK, well, here's your price. Oh, and then we oh, you need that. Well, that's going to be this additional fee. And, and that's OK, because it some places just price their things differently. If you go to our website, like we were just showing, there's a little button that you click on that says services. It shows you everything that's included from Wi-Fi to phone to the three meals a day to the snacks, laundry service. Um, you know, we do our individual our our residence laundry individually. Um, and that's one of those things that you don't think about. Is it all done? Do they throw it out in the hallway and they group it all together? And does it get lost and mixed up? We do it one at a time. This person's laundry, then this person's laundry. You don't have to put their names in their clothes um, like you do it at some other uh, facilities. So it's, I mean, that's all right there. Each one that you click on will show you the additional services and everything there is included in the pricing. And another thing that you can find on our website is the pricing. We're very proud of it. We do not hide anything. It is right there, um, right there for you. So, um, yeah, no, no lost, lost leaders in there. Mm -mm. Yeah. And, and, you know, and, we're not going to take down a tour. Yeah. And then yeah. make you sit down and go through the paperwork and all of that. So, and, and, and for those listening and watching, mustangcreekestates.com. Uh, go to the website, and if there are questions, you can always call and ask ask the questions. Absolutely. Terry, what what is, what is your background? What brought you to uh, Mustang Creek Estates? Oh, so many different varied things. Um, so my background, actually, uh, the largest portion of my career, I was an HR director for a group of hotels, um, and had opened many large <laughs> resorty hotels, um, and had moved here <laughs> for that very reason. Um, and so I had been working in that, uh, left that profession years ago, just because it was, if you're an HR director in a hotel, that means you're a 24-7, 365 day year HR person. Um, and it's great, but I was ready to see my family a little more. So I uh, moved on, did some other things. Um, I also have a Mary Kay business, um, which the only reason I bring that up is because my um, person that called me for this position was actually with my customers. And we were talking over the summer and um, I had been working for another company and my position was eliminated March 1st of last year. And uh, I was just kind of hanging out with my grandson and um, the kids and, and taking a little break. Um, and she said, what are you doing right now? And I told her that and she said, well, I've been thinking about this position and I think you're perfect for it. Um, and it was the community relations director, which is what I actually do. So Primarily what I do is I go out and tell people about Mustang Creek Estates. So I get to, when we have residents who are what we call off campus, um, which means that maybe they had to go to the hospital or maybe they had a fall or something along those lines. Maybe they're in rehab or a nursing home while they're getting better. Um, I go visit them. Uh, technically, I visit them. <laughs> right now it means I take them again and I drop them off at the door and I say, oh, we're thinking about them. You know, we write a little card. Um, but How are you today? Yeah, exactly. I never even get to see them, unfortunately. Um, there was one little brief moment in time where they kind of opened it up and they let me go in and see one gentleman. And 
I, I was so happy that I actually got to talk with him. But uh, so I do that. And then I also work with nursing homes and hospitals. Um, a lot of times what will happen is somebody in independent living or in their own apartment or home falls or gets sick. Unfortunately, COVID has really, really taken a toll on people. And it just, it's so hard for them to recover. And then they can't go back home by themselves. So that's kind of where we are able to help out because they can't stay in the nursing home or the hospital. They can't go back home. Where do they go? They come to assisted living. Um, and so that a lot of times you were asking earlier, what are the indicators? Unfortunately, that's been a big one lately. Um, they just can't, their bodies are just so ravaged by um, COVID that um, they got to go somewhere else. So, Do you see, Terry, um, we've only been in this job a little while, but probably long enough to see the age, the ages that you have or are the ages for people going into your facilities, are they younger? Are they getting younger? Not necessarily. Um, you know, you're right. I haven't worked in the industry that long, but from what I can tell, and honestly, we have ages all across the board. Um, sometimes it's younger people who just can't take care of themselves at home. Um, they may be, uh, maybe they, you know, have a, a physical disability or something along those lines that they aren't able to take care of themselves at home. So it's not just seniors. Um, and our seniors do live longer now because, you know, we, we have more advances in modern medicine. Um, so people are living longer. And I think that's where kind of this clash of things has happened is used to, you know, you lived at home and, and then you, you know, as somebody told me once, discharged to heaven. Um, you know, it, it's a very pleasant way to look at it. Um, but now we're living longer, but we may not actually be able to take care of ourselves or our spouses aren't there to help us out. Um, we do have couples sometimes that will move in together. Um, so we can accommodate that if we need to. Um, and it's, you know, it just, it's all over the board. So. Okay. okay. And, and if they, they want to go out and get their hair cut, or yeah. they want to go out for lunch or they need to go to the doctor, then it's the, it's the family's responsibility to come pick them up, right? And take them to, to those appointments. Usually, usually it's something like that. I will say we do have um, people who come in and cut hair. Um, we do have people who will come in and do nails uh, when it's, when it's safe. <laughs> um, so those are options. We do have those things on in our communities. Um, and we also have doctors who will, we have house calls all the time. We have, yeah, we have several doctors, eye doctors will come in and do the eye exams there. Um, they have mobile units that they can bring with them and they just do everything right there in the home. Nice. Oh, that makes it easier because as you were saying, I know my mom is in um, her own one bedroom apartment right. in, a, um, in a retirement home in Florida, uh -huh. but it still is incumbent upon my sister who lives very close by to come take her to get her hair done, to come take her if she wants a couple things at the grocery store, she takes her. Yeah. And it, it still is a lot on my sister, even though she's not yeah. living with my sister. Sure. So, oh, it, is. it really is. And that's how my friend was too. She didn't live with her, but 
she kind of had the the responsibility of that. But yeah, I mean, and, and there are um, there are a lot of family members who will pick them up and take them to the doctor. Um, we can make arrangements if we need to, but having that option of just doing it right there, we we work with some different um, healthcare organizations that will come in and and do different uh, medications or you know things like that. And you can always. Um, Medicare will pay for a lot of the health care that you bring in. Um, so if it's something that we necessarily don't do, um, I will say we are proud to say we do not have nurses. We don't have medical staff. Um, and we don't want that because that's not what we're there for. We can get that and we can take care of them um, and make sure they're taking care of them whatever they need. But, uh, for example, a lot of times people will uh, talk about the medications. And that was another uh, indicator. If they're forgetting to take their medication, you're not getting, you're getting the refill, but there's not anything gone. You know, that, that's a big one uh, because they need that medication. And so we actually take those pharmacy prescriptions. Uh, they go to a, a pharmacy who blister packs them. So they, let's say, you know, Terry has to take these three medications at eight o'clock in the morning. So there's a little pack and it has my name and my little barcode and my three medications on that one package. And so the caregiver takes it down there, makes make sure I take it. Um, it's not administering the medication. It's just making sure they, they take it. <laughs> and if they don't, that's one of the things I love about our caregivers. You know, if I don't take my medication, that caregiver is going to call my family and say, we're, ha you know, we're having a little issue. We're finding it. You know, they're not swallowing it. We're, and they'll stay there and make sure that as much as they can that they'll take it. Um, but, you know, what if I always eat the meatloaf? on Tuesday nights and all of a sudden I say, oh, I hate meatloaf. That's, that's We need to know about that. And having that one caregiver who is in that home and responsible for that home and their their family, um, it's just like you, you would notice that. You know, all of a sudden somebody's not changing their clothes like they should. Well, that's an indicator and the family needs to know that. We need to make sure that the family knows and if we need to get a doctor's appointment scheduled or whatever. So. Having that one-on-one, -on -one, you know, communication and engagement is is crucial and a big part of what we do. So, yeah. You know, Terry, I often see that sometimes the facilities are age-based and others are need-based. Uh, you know, obviously, as as we seniors get older and and cannot take care of ourselves as much, it becomes kind of an age-based thing, but. Dementia and Alzheimer's has no has no age derivation, and also, uh, are your facilities like need based? So it could be a forty year old uh, yeah. that that is you know In memory uh, care. getting dementia or Alzheimer's right. Right. that has the need for a facility. You, they they can become a resident at Mustang Creek. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. We have some younger people there. Um, they just have some different, you know, challenges and, and it's based on whatever they need. So absolutely. And can, and if they're able, are they allowed to go out for a walk or do they have to have somebody with them? Nope. No. Um, it, it obviously depending. Memory care will take them. Um, and sometimes if they, they want to go, um, and we may have a little bit of a concern that, that they may need help, we'll have someone go with them. Yeah. Um, we do have, you know, what we call, you know, floaters, if you will, that are in kind of roaming around the different houses at any time. And so they can they can help out with that or our activities. People are executive directors or whoever's there. Um, you know, if they don't have a family member that wants to come by or um, we'll take them. Absolutely. 
we encourage it. I mean, outdoor, getting that fresh air and that exercise, that's all, all very important. So absolutely. Then you have one or two people that are there 24 seven at night as well. Yes, yes, yes we do. Um, so each resident gets a call button pendant um, that we want them to wear in case they have a problem. Um, but because we have the staff there, you know, they, they know who to look for and what to check and, and in the end, the different routines and things like that, depending on the, the home that they're in. But, um, but yes, we, we really want them using that call button uh, because that's what that's for, you know, if they need help or they need a drink or they need to go to the bathroom or, you know, whatever it is. That's their life. Right. Right. You know, come straight to them. Yep. Absolutely. You know, the one thing that you mentioned earlier that I think is really well thought out for Mustang uh, estates is the fact that every resident has is at ground level and they all have a window so they can look outside. I think about my aunt who suffered from dementia and she was on the sixth floor of a high rise. And when she looked out her window, all she saw was sky. Yeah. Uh, and and it there was nothing to relate, and it, it seemed to me that that would be more confining. But 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 the right. way that this is set up to be able to look out and see sidewalks and trees and and bushes and flowers. Well, I would like right. to think that things are changing. And Terry, yeah. you said Mustang Creek Estates was is what about fifteen years old? That they particular location, yes. The yeah, yeah, yeah. And I would like to think that since your aunt has passed away, that things have evolved. I think so. things are changing. And um, well, I think yeah. when we were growing up, this kind of care was, was really referred to as nursing homes. Yes. Uh, it was. You went into a nursing it home. Uh, then there were the assisted living, uh, the, the adult retirement communities that have golf courses and yep. tennis courses and biking paths and all of that. Right. So there's, there's choices out there. And that's why I say, to me, it makes it sometimes possibly difficult for people to determine not only what's what's right for my, my loved one, mm -hmm. but also what can I afford? Mm -hmm. And as you say, when 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 you can say to somebody, this is this is what you can consider uh, yeah. without all the add-ons, you know, the upgrades, if you will. Like like right. buying the plane sedan, but then adding yeah. all of the uh, yeah. all, all the uh, the upgrades. Right. Well, I think, you know, and I also think you talked about years ago. I think years ago there were more families that took in their loved ones, their moms, their dads, their aunts, their uncles. But now, at least before COVID, mm -hmm. I mean the way the way money is these days. Sometimes you need both mm -hmm. mom and dad to work. Yes. You know, and they can't be there for well, and, and, their mother, their father, their aunt, their uncle, whoever. Yeah. Right. Right. So, you know, add to, the, add, to the, add to that the fact that the kids have been home homeschooling all this time. <laughs> yeah. Now, now, mom and dad say, you know, I I, I got to run I got to run over to mom's house and see if she's okay yeah. for, for dinner. Yeah, things have really changed over the. The past over year. the last year but even in the last you know what decade 20 years i mean if you look at the family structure and granted we all still want to take care of them but we're all working longer That's too right. you know in right. the past people were retiring at 40 or 50 years old and you they can't, can't anymore you can't do that anymore or you don't do that <laughs> most of the 
because you can't, but um, financially, you just got to keep going. Um, so I think that has a lot to do with it, too. I think that whole family unit change and shift has brought along this need as well. So do you have do you have a difficult time us being in the retail business? We were always conscious of our employees and and uh, we were a, a family retail operation. So we yep. always wanted our stores to be run like a like a family. Right. But do you uh, does Mustang Creek have a difficult time finding good, reliable employees? This is not this is not it's not for everyone. It takes a special person. That's right. It definitely yeah. does. It does. And you know, the fun thing, uh, I asked that very question, you know, being a former HR director, I'm like, because I know what we would look for in our hotels and in different I was a full service hotel, so we had everything from housekeepers to front desks to banquets to sales. I mean, so it was like a little city. Right. Um, and that was one of my first questions is how do you find, how do you find your, and a lot of times people call them nurses and we're very quick to say they're not nurses. We don't have nurses. Um, and I think uh, my vice president of sales said it best. She said, we look for homemakers. Um, we want people who take care of other people from the heart because they're doing the laundry and they're doing the cleaning and they're doing the cooking. So we want that homemaker to take care of our residents and that's, your actors. that's a very good absolutely point. absolutely yeah. and it does take a special person and we have some of the best i mean our caregivers are amazing um and you can just tell they just they love what they do they love being with the residents and making sure they're taken care of so it's a, it's definitely a special person have you had any love stories <laughs> Any get-togethers? I mean, I'm sure ah. there are some. I don't personally know of any. I probably should have asked that before this, but uh, with it being almost Valentine's Day, I'm sure there's a little romance every now and then. There usually uh, is. I know it, it isn't my mom's. Um, it, yeah, yeah. There usually is, and that's nice. I mean, it's yeah. It's good to see at that age. I, have I like the idea that, that there's. You said 15, 15 uh, residents per building. Yeah, on you average. Know, I mean, that's that's such a manageable number where they know each other by their first names. They yeah. they sit and, and and as you said, they could play checkers or or cards or whatever together. And it and it's that's what struck me when I walked yeah. in there to the Frisco location, and everybody. I mean, everybody was first name basis, mm -hmm. and it was just so laid back and like a family. Yeah, yeah. And, and I mean, we in now in their rooms, they they can have. Things like if they have a little TV or a coffee maker or, my, you know, mini fridge or, you know, whatever. The rooms are big enough that they can have that in there if they choose. But we really want them coming out and engaging, socializing, and participating. You know, that's that's why it's set up the way it is with the living room structure. And, you know, come out and lounge on the couch and watch the football game if you want. Or, you know, hang out with your friends at the dining room table and drink your coffee. That, that's what we want. Was last Sunday a busy Sunday at uh, at the facilities? <laughs> Everybody watching the Super Bowl? I, I don't know how many people were actually. Uh, they probably watched everything but the halftime show. I'm sure that was quite the topic. Of it, it, they probably show up for the snacks. <laughs> right? Where's the food? That's all we care about. Hey, <laughs> whatever, it, whatever it takes. That's all okay. Right. They'll throw big parties like that around different things like that. It's, it's so much fun. I mean, the activities directors that we have, 
are just incredible. The things they think of, I'm like, oh my gosh, that's adorable. You know, that's so fun. Do you have, one, do you have one activities director for each? Each community. Really? Yeah. Yes. So Allen has one, Frisco has one, Saxe has one, Burles and Keller. That's they wonderful. Yeah. And yeah. How, how many buildings did you say there were uh, roughly in each uh, location? Five to, Five to six homes at each. Uh-huh. And 15 in each? Yes, it's good 15. manageable number. Now, Allen was a little, uh, that was our first community. So each each time we build one, we go, oh, let's do this differently or let's do that. Right. So there's about 12 to 13 in Allen homes, uh, just the size of the homes. And then some of our other ones, it's about 15 at max. Oh, so that's about 100 people total. That's very, yeah. very manageable, very doable. It is, it's doable. Yeah. And we do have, um, they're all private rooms. Um, the memory care, we do semi-private for the most part. They can have a private room if they like, but they found that um, our residents that may have dementia or Alzheimer's, it's, it's almost worse for them to be in a room by themselves um, because they get nervous and scared and things like that. So having them with someone uh, really makes a big difference. So, Do you, do you have a waiting list or are there some openings in, in a few of the locations? We have openings. Um, unfortunately, last year when COVID, <laughs> I feel like everything starts or ends with and then COVID. Well, it's, um, <laughs> right, it's, right. it's what it is. <laughs> it is. Um, it, it it took a toll on a lot of our uh, industry just because you would have people uh, passing away, and that's a that's an unfortunate part of our business is is we we lose people um, because of age usually, um, but because we would lose people from age related you know issues, people weren't moving people in because the last thing somebody wanted to do was move a family member in and drop them off at the porch and say, okay, thanks, we'll see you in a year or so when all this is gone. Um, so people were holding on to their loved ones a little more or keeping them in the home or keeping, you know, trying to keep them in a nursing home longer and things like that. And it was unfortunate. So we definitely have some rooms uh, that we could, we could look at. Well, all the, all the information that you need is at mustangcreekestates.com. And, uh, you know, if you have questions uh, for yourself, for your loved ones, uh, maybe for a neighbor or someone that that uh, uh, you think might be be uh, heading a little bit more in this direction, call Terry, and and uh, and she'll point you in the right direction and give you all the information that you need. Thank you very very much for spending the time with okay. us. Uh, and you know these are troubled times, and it's always good to have that advanced information so that you know where to turn. As I said before the need is there rather than right. when the need is is hitting you right in the face. Right, right. You want to make those plans ahead of time and find out where they're safest and happiest and, right. and feel most at home. So. Well, Terry Martinez, the, uh, the community, community relations director at Mustang Creek Estates. Thank you. Thank you very, very much for spending the time with us. Well, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. It was nice meeting you. Nice meeting you. Thanks, Terry, so much. I'm very impressed. You're welcome. Good. That'll do it for another edition of Something to Talk About. I uh, hope you uh, go out and make a good rest of your week and plan to join us again next week for another edition of Something to Talk About. Take care. Bye.